Welcome everyone to a bonus episode of Couch Potato Diary coming to you from the Clearwater Cleaning Solutions Broadcast Studios, your one-stop commercial and residential cleaning company based in Calgary with a fantastic team right to make your life simpler and easier by fulfilling all of your cleaning needs. Check them out online, clearwatercleaningsolutions.com. You can find me online, Twitter and Instagram. I am at primetimecline, twitch.tv slash primetimepk. And you can email the show, couchpotatodiary, at yahoo.com. Coming up on the show today, the Super Bowl is just around the corner. That is why we are doing an episode every day this week. We are going to touch on how this game can affect the legacy of two very important parts of this game. We will get into that. uh, And then we'll get into just a little bit of hockey talk to close this one out. Before we get to today's ticket presented by BetStamp, download the BetStamp app, use the referral code COUCH to let them know that we sent you. All right, that's enough of me. Let's get into it. I guess there's more of me coming, but you know what I mean. Hi, I'm Kim Carson. And I'm Peter Klein, and this is We Had No Idea. A podcast about world events that you know about. But might have fallen asleep for during history class. Or social studies, however you learn history in high school. Each week we'll do a deep dive into important topics throughout history. So whether you already know everything or feel like you need to top up on some history, we'll be here for you. Listen to us each week wherever you get your podcasts. Woo! All right, the Super Bowl is mere days away as we get ready for a titanic clash between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs. And one of the first storylines that you notice when you come into this game, it's like, hmm, how are those two teams tied together? Oh, by the coach of one of them. You have a man in this game, in Andy Reid, who might be the most beloved coach in franchise history for both teams in this Super Bowl. I feel fairly comfortable in saying that's never happened before. Um, And very rare are the times where one coach is the most, um, I I guess, beloved coach in franchise history for multiple teams just in general. You know, you could think of a a couple of names that come to mind. Um, You could say, well, I mean, Raider fans are really upset when John Gruden left the first time and the Bucs got a Super Bowl with him. But he um, has, has since kind of taken his name out of the whole beloved category thing. And Depending on what, uh, depending on what side of the political spectrum you're on, um, I would say Tony Dungy, who could be a beloved figure for both the Indianapolis Colts and again, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, might have made this list. But again, he kind of stepped in it on uh, some comments on social media, um, well, a lot of comments on social media actually. So it, it's very rare that you get a case where you have a coach who is so beloved on both sides of just any game, but for it to be the Super Bowl is so incredible. And you look at how the perception of Andy Reid has changed over the last little bit. Andy Reid with the Philadelphia Eagles constantly in the the postseason, many, many times, either in the NFC Championship game, then they finally break through to get into the Super Bowl, only to lose with Donovan McNabb vomiting on the field to uh, an Adam Vinatieri field goal late, one of the the many New England Patriot three-point Super Bowl wins. And the, the knock on him was, yeah, very, very good coach. Last two minutes, he tends to screw things up, and that's why you're never going to be able to win with him. He was one of the best coaches in the league, for about 58 minutes of a game. And then clock management was always going to be a problem with him. And that's why he was never going to win the big one. And then he goes to Kansas City and he wins the big one. And the perception of him goes from, yeah, really good coach, has some issues you can't win with him, to this man is an offensive genius and he is now a champion. And now he has the opportunity 
in this game to join a very prestigious list of coaches who have won multiple Super Bowls. You, you go through it here. Don Shula, Tom Landry, Bill Parcells, Tom Coughlin, Mike Shanahan, George Seifert, Jimmy Johnson, Tom Flores, shout out Raiders, uh, Vince Lombardi, the trophy's named after him, Joe Gibbs, Bill Walsh, Chuck Knoll, and Bill Belichick. Those are the only humans in the history of the world who have won multiple Super Bowl championships. For Andy Reid, it doesn't seem like if you added his name to that list, it feels out of place, does it? Like, is he one of the 10 great coaches of all time? You could make an argument for it. I think you honestly could. A win in this Super Bowl game puts him in that rarefied air. And as I said before, he certainly doesn't seem completely out of place. I don't think he would be the worst coach in that area, you know? he's. Been, I, don't, I don't think he's the best coach in that area, but he is not, like, the, the one that stands out as the, okay, well, if this guy is in there, then anyone can be in there, right? Like, his name seems to fit. You lose this game, and all of a, sh all of a sudden, you are in uh, even rarer air for coaches who have lost three Super Bowls in their career. Uh, Bill Pelichek has done it. He's won six. And a couple of names repeat here. Tom Lantrian and Don Shula. But then there's Bud Grant, Marv Levy, and Dan Reeves. Um, it would feel unfortunate. Again, now, look, great coaches. Those guys made it to the Super Bowl. So uh, they all have to be quite good. Um, well, in theory. But for, for Andy Reid, a win in this game and you are in the, the upper echelon of coaches in the history of the world in the sport of professional football. A loss in this game and a lot of those questions start to come back. It's like, ah, well, maybe he only won because of Patrick Mahomes, which by the way, probably. But maybe this is only Patrick Mahomes. Maybe it's just the blah, 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 blah. Maybe he really can't and it was just a fluke. And blah, blah, blah. Like you, all those questions start to come back. And they kind of crept back in that last Super Bowl uh, that they went to. Remember, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, we all remember Mahomes basically horizontal, throwing a pass that was dropped in the end zone, making some miraculous plays. The reason he had to do all of those is because half of the offensive line was missing. And the issue a lot of people had, including me, was that there was, you knew for two weeks, you didn't have that side of your offensive line. And it's it really seemed like they did nothing to game plan around that. That there were, it felt like no adjustments made to try to alter your game plan when you knew half of your offensive line was going to be missing. And it ended up getting his quarterback just absolutely schmucked. Now, there was a lot going on in Andy Reid's personal life at that time. Um, I believe it was his son involved in a fatal car accident where alcohol was involved. So the mind wasn't all the way there, but you lose this one now. And if there, if it comes down to some tactical stuff again, those old questions about Andy Reid start to creep up. Is it fair? Probably not. Is it fair that with two wins, he creeps up into that upper echelon? You can make the, the case of one of the, the better coaches of this era. I think it is. So for fairness sake, I think an Andy Reid win here just kind of levels the playing field a little bit. The other legacy that I think really can be established in this game is Patrick Mahomes. And I want to make one thing abundantly clear. Patrick Mahomes is now the most talented quarterback I have ever seen play the sport of football. What he is able to do, how he is able to do it with the talent, like just, it, it is a perfect, excuse me, a perfect mesh of basically everything coming together to build this one 
phenomenal quarterback. I have never seen anything like it in my 30 years of watching professional football. And that's because there hasn't been anyone like it. But to be in the GOAT category, you need the resume to back it up. Does that mean he needs to beat Tom Brady's eight um, Super Bowl wins to get to um, to to get to past Tom Brady? I don't think it does. Um, but you need more than one. This is now five years. They've been to three Super Bowls. Very impressive. If he comes away from that having only won one, again, when you get into these debates, it is splitting hairs. It, it feels like we're shitting on two of the great quarterbacks to have ever played, but you only win one in the first five years, and then it becomes a little difficult to get your name into that top mix, right? So for for Mahomes, the reason I don't think he needs to get to seven, which is where Tom Brady is at, the reason I don't think he needs to get there is A, what Mahomes is able to do is absolutely remarkable. Not that what Brady did wasn't, but for Mahomes... The way he gets, for lack of a better term, he gets the style points. Also, as of right, excuse me, as of right now, there isn't a whole deflate gate thing hanging over his head, right? Like you, you don't have the, when we talk about the, the goat conversations with Tom Brady, it's, oh, well, he cheated. They spied on the sidelines. They did da 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 there isn't that with Mahomes right now. And so uh, that's one of the reasons why I think that there will be a bit of leeway for him to to get to that mark, right? We consider Michael Jordan the greatest of all time. He didn't have to get to Bill Russell's 11 championships in order to do that. One of the things Mahomes does need to do, though, is have a Super Bowl where it's like, oh, this was his game. It kind of had that in the Super Bowl loss against Tampa Bay. He didn't really take over. Like, he has the one great throw to Tyreek Hill in that Super Bowl game that the, the Chiefs end up winning against San Francisco. But that wasn't, like, a dominant performance. He needs a Patrick Mahomes game in a Super Bowl. He needs, um, and quite frankly, now would be a good time, he needs this Super Bowl to be the Patrick Mahomes Super Bowl, right? Um, I, I, I think he needs to, to get there. But then you, you look at... What else does he need to do, and why doesn't he need to get to seven? For Brady, there was really one rival, right? Like, there were some challengers to the throne. Um, noted elite quarterback Joe Flacco. Um, you, you get Aaron Rodgers in there. And by the way, how crazy is it that Brady and Rodgers will, never, will have never faced off in uh, a Super Bowl? The, the two quarterbacks that kind of defined the post-Manning era. Crazy that those two aren't going to, to meet in a Super Bowl at any point now. But... You really had that one rival, and that was it. And you had kind of a weak division. For Mahomes, as of right now, and people scoff at it, you still face a very difficult division in the AFC West. And the quarterback talent around the league today that he has to face off with just kind of feels better. Like, it's it's Allen, but then it's Burroughs. And on the other side, like Brady was there, um, you faced off with Aaron Rodgers too. Justin Herbert, I think, can get to that level. Like you have so many quarterbacks that it just feels like a gauntlet for Mahomes to get through right now. So it'll be interesting because look, people are putting Eli Manning into the Hall of Fame because he has two Super Bowl wins. Mahomes has eyes bigger than that, but a second one here puts him definitely on the right track towards that. The studio sponsor for Coach Potato Diary is Clearwater Cleaning Solutions. They are your one-stop commercial and residential cleaning company based out of Calgary. They have a fantastic team ready to make your life simpler and easier 
by fulfilling all your cleaning needs. All right, just a quick bit of hockey talk here. The Flames lose a wild one against the New York Rangers last night. Um, Just an incredible hockey game, first and foremost. You like that the Flames are hanging in these games. I think the Rangers are an upper echelon team. The record may not suggest that, but that is a good Rangers team that the Flames were able to hang with. And that is the type of game, whether it's like a big hit and people stepping in and fighting, like those things seem stupid because they kind of are, but those are the things that matter to teams. And that's the type of performance, even in a loss, and it's an overtime loss, you still get a point out of it, but that, I've said it way too many times, but it it just feels true with this team as well. That is the type of performance this team can now build on. And they don't have the toughest schedule the rest of the way. Um, They've lost to some pretty bad teams, but this is the type of performance that can really propel you, sorry, into those matchups. Um, We're getting this podcast out a little bit late, but we still have a couple of things that we are looking at on uh, today's ticket here presented by Betstamp. Download the Betstamp app, use the referral code COUCH to let them know that we sent you. We have a couple late NBA ones that we are looking at tonight at Betway. It is Denver minus eight and a half against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, Minus eight and a half, the best number we can get to. Denver is just so good and Minnesota just so isn't. So I I like that. I think the Lakers are going to be able to take it to an Oklahoma City Thunder team that lost yesterday, lost us a bit of money on Betstamp. Um, But second part of a back-to-back, Lakers rather inspired, minus six and a half at cool bet. We will absolutely take that. Also taking the under on LeBron James points. He is 36 points away from setting the NBA all-time scoring record. I don't think he does it tonight. I think he does it against the Milwaukee Bucks on Thursday. So I am taking under 32 and a half points with LeBron at bet 365. There's also a few prop bets that um, I have officially clicked on on the bet stamp app that I want to go through right now. Um... First, at Betway, it is Kansas City Chiefs plus 100 to win the first half. Uh, We put $5 down on that one. The rest of these are at Bet365. Dallas Goddard over 0.5. First touchdown. First touchdown for Dallas Goddard plus 1,200. So 12 to 1, the odds on that one. Goddard is such a key part of the passing attack for the Philadelphia Eagles. I feel like if they get in close... Pass coverage for the linebackers on either of these teams, not a strong suit. So I think that's an area where the Eagles can attack. Same thing goes on the other side. I think Kelsey has an opportunity too. So one of these is going to be a loser. We don't love that, but we got Kelsey at plus 600. So six to one to be the first touchdown scorer. I like that one. Also, just anytime touchdowns, Kelsey, over 0.5. That one at minus 110 at bet 365. A couple of other players that we're liking touchdowns for. We do have Dallas Goddard, just anytime touchdown at plus 188. And Isaiah Pacheco at over 0.5 touchdowns. That one's at plus 140. So a few of these that we're sprinkling a little bit on as we approach the Super Bowl. We're going to have a big prop bet show coming up a little bit later on this week. But that was today's ticket. Download the Betstamp app. Use the referral code COUCH to let them know that we sent you. Thank you to Betstamp for uh, presenting today's ticket. Thank you to you for tuning in. Um, Once again, bonus episode because it is Super Bowl week. We're going to try to do this all throughout the week leading up to Sunday's big game. Thank you all so much for tuning in. I'll talk to you all later. I'm out.